a brand new episode of Cricket Unplugged. So it's been a while since uh, me and Suraj uh, connected on the pod, and I think it's been it's been what has been really heartwarming is the discussion which me and Suraj had offline, where we see the podcast growing on a on a daily basis, although we are not that uh, regular as as we would like it to be. So keeping that positive trend in mind, and of course, who can forget the IPL 2022 auctions? So we have lots to talk about. IPL 22, we are going to basically analyze it from our personal point of view as to which squads have done best, which team looks great on paper, which team looks bad on paper, and lots to talk about. And and of course, we'll touch on few topics in the world of cricket as well, which have not, I would say, not sh- shaken the world of cricket, but definitely we would like to present our thoughts on this episode. So without wasting any further time, welcome Suraj back on Cricket and Play. Uh, much appreciated, Raghav. It is absolutely brilliant to be back on the show. And yes, of course. I saw, you know, one tweet by uh, Jones. Uh, he said, uh, uh, today is the most important day uh, in the cricketing calendar. So that basically summed up the day of uh, the auctions, I feel, because not only are the fans all over India uh, extremely looking forward to how their uh, teams will be faring with the new look looks, but also I think even more excited are the cricketers themselves because you know, a little bit of extra money in the bank will never hurt anybody. So with, uh, you know, that thing, I just, I, before we, we, we uh, jump into the uh, discussions of uh, the teams one by one, you know, I actually want to get your uh, opinion about two teams in particular who haven't uh, won the competition yet. So uh, I think... Uh, uh, I think we'll have to, I mean, yes, many teams haven't won it, but I think two teams which have a good possibility of winning since quite a few years, but still haven't uh, made the cut. Uh, I'm talking about uh, the Delhi Capitals and, of course, the Royal Challengers Bangalore. Raghav, uh, mm-hmm. do you think with this new setup, uh, they will be uh, having the team to go all the way? Uh, what are the loopholes? What are the uh, positives, negatives in the auction, were the team smart? Did they do any very uh, intelligent purchases? Did they let slip of people uh, who would have been uh, making their starting 11 look much more well-rounded? Uh, what are the crest centers of both the teams, Bangalore and Delhi? Yeah, so I think pretty two teams, in my opinion at least, which had very contrasting time at the at the uh, bidding bidding table, and I think Delhi did a fantastic job. So I think, of course, they did let go of people like Shreyas Iyer and R R R Ashwin, which were little uh, shockers in my opinion earlier. But I think after the auction, I don't think they are going to miss them. And here's why: because if you look at Delhi's squad, they have battalion of batsmen and all-rounders in this team like Rowan Powell yeah yes Dool who helped India win the under-19 World Cup 
just few few weeks back and then you have people like tim tim seifert you have lord takur who really <laughs> managed to snatch from csk's grabs and then we have plenty of options and and if you look at the top order you have prithvi shaw david warner and the, i think the biggest positive from this team is it it has a one eye on the present as in people have been doing pretty well like you have lungi lugi thingidi and then you have the promise that kamlesh nagakuti brings to the table and you have mitch marsh who won australia the first ever world t20 so you can see there is a brain uh, ricky ponting's brain behind it by saying that you need to pick people in current form and look at the future as well and in future they have players like uh, ripal patel yes dool ashwin hebar so you have lot of these kind of players who are yet to prove themselves on a bigger stage like under 19 domestic is one one stage ipl is other so i think there's a lot of promise of course few loopholes i don't think few only loophole i see is that throws bowling so i think that they could they miss somebody like rabada and it's too much dependence on uh, uh not gay in my opinion but i think that's enough in the tank if you look at takur nagakoti and i think you nigidi because we don't talk too much about him because rabada and not gay are much much but better than him but i think under uh, ponting's coaching and thing i think we could see even a michel marsh if he's fit i think he could also take up the mantle ball a ball over here and there in the end so i think it's not a massive loophole but yes that could uh, pick them back but yeah overall great squad i think so they have lot of bases covered and lot of like for like backups which not many squads have sadly so like for just to end the analysis on that team if you have chetan sakarya as your premier indian uh, talent you, you want to back suppose he has a off game you have kalil kalil amman exact back like for like left arm fast fast bowler and ripal patel if you want to pick lalit yadav as the four down or a or a five down option after akshar patel so you have same skill sets been offered so they have clear chart out plan and that's the biggest uh, positive here and i think they definitely have it in them to go to the top four of course we can't uh, predict if they're going to win the tournament it's too early oh. for all that but certain top four i don't think it will be a shocker if they don't overseas players that they are going to go with uh because probably no. let's keep things easier david warner and uh, michel marsh are i think two uh, definite uh, go tos in the team and of yes. course andrick also so that makes it three now would you go for uh, let's say uh, 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 a death over specialist like mustafizur rahman or lungi ingidi or would you strengthen the batting with uh, rahman powell i would go at least for first three four games with roman paul because what i have seen in cpl and what he has shown uh, mm-hmm. in the second t- uh, second match against india as well where he was just standing and hitting like he 
he reminds me of a younger version of andre uh, let's say dreras as he is called so he is that powerful i think he can win you a game he, even if he is not going to offer much in the bowling i think they have enough in the tank with indian and we also forgot that they have got kuldeep yadav at a throwdown price at 2 crores so kuldeep yadav if he has a great season there is one player who can play all all 14 games for you and he offers a left arm side even option so kkr let go of him so i think that's delhi's gain so i think i would start with pawan and if he, he has a off game three four games where, like there's a lot of promise but when they come on the ipl stage many players don't convert the the promise into actual runs and all that then i'll go in for nikidi because mustafizur i don't see as option because you have sakaria and i said if sakaria doesn't click kalil amar i don't want to back the team with same kind of uh, uh, bowlers i want mix of not gear left arm seam of sakaria kuldeep yadav akshar patel so i want mix of everything so fizz would be lower in my my list at least i'm not sure how ponting and co look at it but yeah powell for sure powell and marsh and then warner at the top not gear then uh, nice now going to rcb how do you see them ah uh, so same same story all together because they have they don't realize that you need seven good indian indian players so that's been a very very disappointing trend over the years actually and they are back this squad also they got lot of lot of foreign might but your playing 11 is good i should say playing 11 is very good if you look at even the indian talent but what happens if maxwell has a off off season which is going more more likely because he is that kind of player he is not a to be frank he can't you can't bet money on him good <laughs> maxwell can have a game changing season like in 2014 when he literally blew away every team with 90s almost every game or same season he came back from the uae and he was not able to connect back to ball so you can't pay base a season on maxwell's talent of course he is world class we have seen that in t20 but that's a problem and you have kohli and again harshal patel great buy i think among the best buys for rcb for sure but i have my doubts whether this money could lead to a slump in form for him because he was bought at 30 lakhs last year and he got 30, 32 wickets to back that thing because he was not he went unsold and then rcb but i think he was with, sorry he was with delhi i think and there was a trade trade which happened so delhi let go of him and then ashar patel came in as a complete surprise package now with him being your indian version of dwayne dwayne bravo where your stock ball is a slow ball off cutter with oh. lot of analysis and this that if opposition's find out hasel patel quickly then you are looking at a, a big issue there and i would like to ask you actually who do you think will captain this team is it going to be faf or will they offer kohli the captaincy again so yeah 
surely it's not going to be kohli but so i for one feel it is going to be a a throwdown between either duplessis or uh, maxwell uh, i think a natural choice would be to go to faf you know he has a really you know calm head on his shoulders and you know he he really was a good captain for uh, the south african team and yeah. of course you have uh, uh you have just scratched on some wounds which have started healing by mentioning faf we yeah. will get <laughs> get to that uh, a bit later during the conversation but yeah i mean uh someone's loss is someone else's gain so i guess yeah if after plus he is a captain uh he is somebody who can consistently perform for you that is for sure let's say maxi has had brilliant seasons unfortunately maxi has also had off seasons yeah. i think uh i think you should just let uh, maxwell explode like he is doing for australia you know and even his off spinners are coming in really handy probably yeah. just lead the uh, captaincy mantle to faf duplessis because you know uh, faf is probably also somebody who uh, virat kohli might respect you know mm. and uh, if faf being the captain is in the scheme of things i am sure kohli was okay because uh, he is not uh, somebody who has been retained but you know somebody who has been fought for in the auction and bought by rcb so i think uh, uh it is something which they have they would have given a thought about so i think uh, faf duplessis becoming becoming a captain should do some you know really good things for uh, the bangalore team i want your opinion on what if maxwell is made the captain what do you feel can he take the team forward so i think if you look at uh, credentials he has won the big bash twice for uh, mm-hmm. for for melbourne stars so it's not like he can't captain and he can't he has won one tournament mm-hmm. and big bash is considered the second or third best league now now of course mm-hmm. offline the quality has dipped and i think one of our offline conversations i shared a video where shane one as as actually blasted yes, the length and because it's been too long so anyways that's a different topic altogether but fact yes, is yeah. I completely agree with you actually. I think you should let Maxwell be uh, this surprise surprise element sort of a thing. I don't think you should put a captaincy burden on him. So just let go of him. Let, sorry, let loose. So he can either come in at two down or send him at one down or send him at three down and then back it uh, up with uh, DK and then uh, maybe a Hasaranga. so you have that explosive finish and you tinker around with your indian indian talent to uh, fill in the one down and two down spot like akash deep and there are a few other uh, options they have like even yeah, really. good good about uh, anuj anuj rawat even suyash prabhu prabhu desai i have heard a lot of about him i am just looking mm-hmm. forward to see but i personally feel faf is the right guy and because he doesn't play a uh, competitive international cricket anymore and coming no. off a successful uh, bpl where his team actually won the won the won the tournament and he yeah. was a key key element in that so i think he's coming off some 
superb cricket in asian conditions so i think you can't ask for a better match practice for rcb half half at the top yeah and, and he is a captain don't tinker too much with maxwell let other players be themselves like siraj uh, let him play play how he is let hashat patel come in after a 10th over so don't change too much and you have superb boys like david willy hazelwood and i'm really looking forward to see what hasaranga can do because they have paid 10.7 crore to get yes. his services so i i certainly expect him to play at least 10 games uh if not if not 14 so it's going to be interesting but again as i said at the start very difficult score so the, it was really funny that hazaranga got 10.75 cr but if you just think about it uh, the unfortunate incident with the auctioneer happened when hazaranga was at i think 10.75 and then there was a break and then they resumed and then nobody just uh, uh, you know put up uh, anything against him so maybe in that flow probably he could have got more or something which you know uh, uh, comes up as a huge mystery for me because yes he is a good uh, leg spinner all right but uh, i don't really know if his batting is that good that uh, it warrants to you know call him as uh, an all rounder worth of 10.75 but anyways that uh, time will tell us my next two teams yeah which i want you to uh, say are the new teams uh, lucknow super giants and gujarat titans and i want you to focus a little bit about uh the leadership role because um, uh leadership is definitely something which is totally important uh, when you are uh bringing up a new team from scratch so you need to install that uh, purpose and uh, yeah. uh, all that you have to set the right tone uh, for the team and it's uh, it's probably the first of many seasons to come and uh kl rahul is probably at least uh, in terms of his credentials win percentage is not considered probably a um a, a great uh, a captaincy material at least aggressiveness and everything with due respect to him he is an unbelievable batsman superb batsman mm-hmm. but as a captain he is still uh, yet to prove uh, and uh, i for feel one for feel you know he has great credentials to be a leader and uh, do you think do you feel the same man yeah i think i kind of agree with you so i think hardik pandya is going to uh, start off with the team so i am actually i not sure about hardik pandya being the captain i i would have personally preferred uh, suman gill because he is a promising indian talent he is he is touted to be the next number 5 in the indian test team and he has a right right future ahead of him but i think the gujarat titans they were very very clear that hardik pandya is the, the is the face of the team so i think on that front is a pretty good good decision but i think too early to to comment on the captaincy of hardik pandya but i think for the betterment of indian cricket if i had to go one step further not only this ipl it would be great if hardik pandya can fire in at all uh, cylinders for uh, for the gujarat uh, gujarat titans as a captain as a bowler as a finisher 
because what we saw in 2019 in the IPL is something which Indian fans have not seen in a long time. All rounder who could be your wrestle type of a hitter, plus he was bowling three or four overs, and he was catching and fielding. So it's something we have not seen in a long time. So hopefully he's been out of the Indian team as well for a while now, and he has had a lot of injury issues. And I've spoken in detail with you in person as well, not in the podcast, but in person. Like he's very lucky to be a all-rounder who gets to choose when, when, when he can bowl. That was not the case when he had Yusuf Patan, Irfan Patan, and many other people. They were treated so harshly. Few bad games and they dropped. And Ardhik Pandya is picked as a pure batsman sometimes. So he's he's really touted as a big thing, and I. For one, I'm a big fan of his batting and overall swag which he brings. I think that's got a lot to do with uh, being a part of Mumbai Indians and Pollard's influence, I guess. So he's a Pollard uh, uh, <laughs> equivalent. So I'm I'm looking forward to what they have, but I think I feel that players uh, like yeah. Hardik Pandya or Rishabh uh, Pant, uh, for that matter, or any other uh, people in this uh, free aggressive mold who have been given by the team to just go and express themselves i i for one feel that maybe when they are given the weight of captaincy when they are put in the shoes of a leader i think they make sure that uh, uh, they curb their instincts a little bit they are uh, making sure that uh, they have a really smart head on their shoulders and they play according to the situation a little bit more rather than just uh, playing their natural game uh, be whatever be the situation so sometimes sometimes it might uh, work in a positive note for players like this is what i felt yeah probably it it, it could be the case also. so because we we don't know so i think it's not it's either going to be a great great move to have him as a captain or you could see gujarat uh, languishing in the bottom two or three or something so it's not going to be a season where uh, hardik pandya could lead gujarat to the top four and they don't finish either they end up as one of the finalists or they could be 9th or 10th is what i feel the, i think they have that and and uh, if i had to answer your earlier question about lucknow super giants and kl rahul so i think only thing which goes in favor of kl rahul is he's already captain for a couple of seasons so i think he knows what it takes and i think with gautam gambhir although as a, a statistician he is really good so i think as a mentor it will be good <laughs> looks really good isn't it uh, the lakhnow yeah. sobaj i think gambhir has done yes. a pretty decent job i think they got some really good uh, people in oh, there yeah. i think in my opinion i think how we would also end this episode is where we rank the top 3 4 teams in our opinion so i would rate lakhnow were really highly there because if you look at the squad the balance you have kl rahul who doesn't have to keep so that's a, that's one more point we we need to take look because we have quinton quinton dickock so he will keep for sure so quinton dickock will open with rahul and keep so rahul doesn't have the the 
burden of a opening batsman, keeper, and the main batsman, which was the case in in Punjab. So uh, where he had to take the anchor role, play the anchor role, because after the point he knew that two down and and below the team is not that strong. So he mm. took the burden of the team on on his shoulder, and and we mm. couldn't see the KL Rahul. We know. Like mm. he can tear apart any attack, and in the mm. most beautiful and artistic way. It's not a slog uh, first. Yeah. Beautiful, clean, extreme, extra cover drives, flicks, straight drives. So he is like a Kohli. So yes. he doesn't believe too much in going over the top, playing reverse drives, all the. So that's yeah. not his style. So I think Lucknow will allow that kind of thing because he knows he has he has Quinton. Quinton Dickog. Hopefully, Manish Pandey will click, uh, and then you have Marcus Stoinis, and you have people like, uh, of course, Deepak Hooda and Kunal Pandey on the same team. That's going to be interesting. After what happened at uh, at Baroda, where Deepak Hooda left the state and he moved to uh, <laughs> Rajasthan. So how that will work out is going to be interesting. And one more thing is, how are the Pandya brothers going to play against each other? So it's always been one one uh, unit, one team, Mumbai Indians all these years. So now Gujarat versus Lucknow is going to have that extra element of spice to it. Uh, one keen important uh, component of this team is Jason Holder. I think he is going to bring in a lot of value, both with the bat and the ball. I was expect to be frank. I was expecting many more teams to go. For a Jason Holder, but I think he's landed a really good deal, and I think, as you said, extremely good by four overs, and he can bat anywhere from I would say as high as uh, number three to number seven, number eight, anywhere in the order. He can move around, extremely sharp fielder, mind-blowing catcher, and extremely astute brain who could really. Calm down, KL Rahul. In the, as we know, once the IPL moves into the second phase, is that it gets yeah. really hot. So there are teams, four five teams on same points, and they're fighting for that uh, berth in the top four. So you need some calm, calm voices. So in that case, Jason Holder is a real uh, great thing, and even the Stoinis also who has been uh, retained. So which surprised me as well, being all. Being an Aussie fan, although they won the World T20, I don't see that much that much potential to retain Sainis. If you had bought him in the auction, I would certainly agree with that. But anyways, their thought process is very interesting there. So, and you have people, and one more great thing which I am really happy is to see the emphasis on pure fast bowlers. That's something which is not there in. Many other teams, Avesh Khan, Mark Wood. So there's a lot of pace there. So yes. pace, of course. How will Mark Wood hold up? And even a Dushmanta Samira as well. So if he's given few games, I think he could create a storm because people have not seen seen much of him. Of course, now we have Sri Lanka's tour of India uh, uh-huh. coming. So people will see Samira and what he can do. He has raw pace, and he has a very good slow ball. So I've followed 
his thing i think he is a it's a very one of the, the uh, the indian rashid khan ravi bishnoi the quick on action the googlies and the leg breaks he is going to be a handful handful correct and you have surprise elements like uh, kyle kyle mayer so you are not sure if he's going to be part of the playing 11 but yeah. there are I think people which have evidence over kyle mayers because uh, even lewis is probably you know much more explosive and uh, proven cricketer but yes yeah. kyle mayer also uh, comes in handy with this why uh, i would differ there is if you are going to have quinton dickow and raul open i don't think you need to invest in even even lewis i think kyle mayers at two down or a three down would be much or much better off is what i feel because even lewis is in the fag end of his playing career anyways kyle mayers is part of the west indies squad across formats and i have seen him hit a 200 i think against bangladesh in uh, in 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 chitogram if i'm not wrong so if i i may have got the player wrong here but i think i have seen him do it so it's not a, i think just from the fact that these are teams which are going to be around for the next 3 years if i have got to bet my money on somebody it would be kyle mayers over even even lewis but, but i don't think to be fair i don't think either of them are going to play because with quinton yeah. dickock stoinis jason holder and mark wood you have got right. the four uh, uh, overseas right. options filled there itself i think these four players will walk themselves inside the right. team so i think uh, for either ivan lewis or mayers to get a chance i think either of yeah. these people have to absolutely i think that those are the four first choice foreigners for me as well for uh, lucknow of course if mark wood doesn't turn up and he is not fit and we know how injury prone he has been extremely yeah. talented the way he played even in the have krishnanda chamir as a replacement exactly. but yeah. back up to him and suppose even a stoinis or a holder although i don't think they will drop them even if they have a pretty off season because one has been retained one they have paid huge huge money on so i don't think it's going to yeah i agree with you but i think if we need to give some fresh a fresh face i think you can throw in a kyle 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 mills during the season sometime maybe in the seventh match or eighth match onwards or something but i'm not sure but yeah these are the four right. foreigners as you say my say. next my next two teams are uh, uh, let's say have been slightly fringe teams in the past two seasons they have really uh, been on the bottom two i think they finished seventh or eighth if i am not really it is uh, rajasthan royals and the sunrisers hyderabad you know both are slightly uh, out of place out of position uh, do you think uh, uh, and of course uh, satrisers hyderabad had a huge pocket um do you think how smart were uh, them with the buys this year uh, do you think that uh, uh, leaving out jofra archer was a smart move even though he wasn't fit uh, is is his uh, his spot being uh, replaced by uh, any other good fast bowler how do how do you see rajasthan and uh, uh, hyderabad faring with this team yeah i think rajasthan to be fair bowling front they 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 look pretty good and i think of course they have not replaced archer it's a pretty poor move on on you know that this ipl 
the auction is going to be for next three years. So it's not a year on year trade. So you can't trade. So for three years, definitely they could have kept a archer. So your trusted Sanju Samson's uh, talent with the bat and as a keeper. And I think he's going to be the captain as well for sure. So he's been the captain earlier. So you have, you have trusted such people. You have kept a Josh, Josh Butler in your team. I think yeah. he could have broken the bank a little and kept Archer as well. But now that he is with Mumbai Indians, I think they have extremely good bowling lineup. But again, same issue I see with RCB I see here. It's like Indian talent is not, not exciting enough. So you see, if you have look at the bowling lineup, you have Navdeep Saini, you have uh, Chahil, you have Prasid Krishna, Trent Bold, and Ashwin. But that's the bowling. Batting, I really I'm not sure. If you're going to play, they have that uh, particular and let's say uh, your retained player, that is SSV Jaiswal, then one has to play out of spot. So both are extremely talented openers. So the problem starts from there. Who is going to be a number three? So that and then where does Butler play? Is he going to open with Samson or is he going to open with this one? Have they got that fixed? And then the middle order is very bad. So I don't see any uh, surprise element as well, like uh, Robin Paul for uh, Delhi Capitals. We don't know what he's going to offer, but he can certainly pick him on on. I'm not convinced. Even with Delhi, I was not, to be frank. Although I saw him win a few games for them, he's not a person, let's say he's not a Nicholas Puran, who's part of SRH, who we can at least guarantee a 30, 30 odd. So an 8.5 wasn't uh, that much of a worth for somebody like a Hetmeyer. Yeah. Maybe so. 6 or 7, I would have been happy with, but he's got much more than he because he he's not a great player of spin. So I think with this IPL, IPL 2022 most likely to be played only in Mumbai and uh, Navi Mumbai, I think Pune, just uh, I guess Maharashtra. So they're not, they're not going to move beyond the, that state for logistic reasons and COVID reasons. So it is going to get slow and low. I think from game four, five onwards, you need players who play spin very well. So I don't rate Nicholas Puret or Hetmeyer actually that highly on on that front alone. So it's not a great thing, but three years it's far far enough. I think great buy in my opinion the best buys are uh, Rasi Van der Dusen at one crore, amazing price and amazing yeah. talent as well. And Navdeep Saini who came in late to the auction who was unsold earlier that they got him. Raw pace, this fit, he can be your gun baller at a threat. Even when RCB was not doing well, he and Siraj are doing pretty well at the end, end overs. And Chahel, Prasid Krishna, Trent Bolt, and uh, Ashwin. Amazing prospect to see all these players in, in the same team. So, I, as I said earlier, balling is amazing. And uh, I'll be interested to see what role Ashwin plays. In this uh -huh. team, it kind of seems a misfit in a Rajasthan. Of course, we both would have uh, 
wanted him to don the yellow again but i think that's a far fetched dream when you know that csk and will come to them soon <laughs> so anyways but i i thought punjab because he has played for punjab earlier i didn't expect rajasthan but anyways five crores is going to be very good five down i think he's going to offer more hopefully he does well with the bat as well so it's not only four hours of spin then and, and another yeah ashwin and butler in the same team that's all <laughs> of course had to be said you know <laughs> but uh, talking of uh, surprise buys yes 8.5 for shimran seems a little bit on the higher side uh, similarly two purchases which have been done by the other team which we are talking about sunrise hyderabad again for the west indians 10.75 cr for nicholas puran and 7.75 for romario shepherd uh, how do you rate that i would say romario shepherd yeah sir yeah overall srh uh, again like last few years they have depended too much on potential of uncapped players so if you look at her middle order it's filled with all talented players but who have not made it to the indian team still and they backed somebody like umran malik so he was retained and that's great to see so i think they are going to unleash him but there are to be frank nicholas puran yeah nicholas puran and just looking down at the team list oh okay so apart from nicholas puran in my personal opinion there is no firepower in the in the batting itself that's scored if you ask me i don't rate uh, markram as a uh as highly as a jason roy let's say who can come and talk the bowling from from what go kane williamson is a anchor and you can't expect him to play a warner kind of role and the way they treated warner to be honest on a personal level i don't have much regard for hyderabad as a franchise not that i am a aussie fan speaking here i'm just saying david warner is a legend in this version of the game period you don't need to be a fan of any team you just go have, have a look at his stats you know what warner can do how you treated him last year is carrying the drinks is not allowed to come with the team it's pretty childish so i think hyderabad lost my uh, respect well but going by mm. what they have bought in the auction it's lot of amazing opportunities for uncapped players but certain bottom four finish in my opinion certainty i don't think they are going to make it they top four and to answer your earlier question if nicholas puran is paid so much money he is going to keep so it's as simple as that so nicholas puran two down and he is going to keep in all the all the 14 games so for that in that logic it makes sense i think they broke the bank for him romario shepherd is a pretty interesting option because i have seen him in the cpl he has come at two down sometimes he plays for the barbados trident there so he has come ahead of uh yeah i think simran atmire so both of them are with the same team there so he came ahead of simran atmire few times and he just come comes and he just stomp 
he tomped a 20 out of 10 something so he can offer that but he's a gun gun baller i think we have seen it against india as well so i think they they are going to bank on his speed i think because they have umran malik again as i said superb talent but how is going to shape up we are, we are not sure and look, if you look at the bowling options shreyas gopal kartik tyagi natrajan we are not sure how on his uh, fitness if he plays will be great great option and then you have marco jansen i don't think he's going to make it to the playing level here i think you oh. would have found a immediate option if you are part of rcb or maybe maybe even a gujarat titans maybe but not in this okay. team and backup is seen seen abbot sean abbot so there are lot of players overall as i said too much dependence on uh, puran williamson to win them games it's not see williamson i think we should player. also uh, yeah. rule out glen phillips i think he will be the wicket keeper and i think he he is a pretty good uh, uh, explosive batsman from new zealand decent opening bat but of course uh, yet to prove his credentials in this part of the world but i think you know if glen phillips can click uh, i think he will be a he can be a good uh, big yeah, match player for me 100% agree with you but the fact is something which uh, i think in cricket bus when they are doing the post squad analysis so simon dool said this said the same thing if they paid 10.75 crores for uh, nicholas puran he is he will play and he will keep keep wickets so i don't see glen flips making it to the playing level uh, right mm. away also i completely agree with you i have seen him play for new zealand extremely superb player he can come as a opener or he can come at even and three down and add lot of much needed firepower that's the main thing for sarich in the middle order but if you have williamson who is a captain you bring in nicholas puran then let's look at i think ramara shepard as a gun baller down the order my only doubt as you had thrown up is do you bank back a aden makram at the top of the order or do you want glen phillips to add to and even simon dula had mentioned that glen glen phillips has moved out of this keeper role tim tim cipher does that so who's part of delhi i think delhi capital squad so tim cipher is the keeper now for new zealand so glen phillips actually has moved out of the keeper role to enhances opportunities outside outside new zealand that is francis cricket so it's a toss up between makram's pristine ability at the top versus then what glen phillips can offer at three down or two down so that's why i am little bit confused two teams which have i think made some really smart buys the kolkata night riders and the punjab kings I think Ankumble yeah. uh, has really done some uh, good, smart work with the purchases over there, and uh, I think uh, Kings Eleven for one looks a very good team because you know even if you look at the batting front, it is uh, very much uh, covered with the openers. Uh, Mayank Agarwal and Shikhar Dhawan can do the explosive role, 
and also uh, they can do the uh, uh, the fair amount of uh, grinding if it is a 130 140 target you know next up you have both johnny barstow and liam livingston you know absolutely you know belters of the cricket ball you know fantastic uh, strikers then if you look at the all rounders yes they have got uh, some serious talent in there also um mm. and they're bowling they have i believe kankiso rabada leading the attack with uh, two good bowlers harpreet brar is is, is quite frankly yeah. a good bowler and uh, uh, arshid arshdeep singh so harpreet brar and arshdeep singh are you know not very flashy bowlers but with their off cutters and uh, their slower balls and their variations not the easiest bowlers in the world to you know smack and uh, they have also got uh, sandeep sharma for a very paltry 50 lakhs and <laughs> the explosive ishan porel also for an even more economical 25 lakhs so i think punjab you know this time has done a really good job although i don't know paying mm. uh, 11.5 for liam livingston i think uh, would it uh, pay off it's still remaining to be seen i think he had a unbelievable uh, uh, season in the 100 uh, uh, in england i think that's why they were willing to you know break the bank for this guy but yeah. <laughs> overall the team looks looks really good uh, yes of course not to forget uh, shahrukh khan you know the new rising star in t20 cricket i would say in at least in domestic t20 cricket mm-hmm. at uh, last ball six to win the uh indian domestic t20 league so uh, th- they are i believe a team to look out for uh, in this tournament I cannot write them off this time yeah certainly i think very smart very smart purchases from top to bottom on the thing of the the captain shikhar dhawan is it going to be shikhar dhawan or is it going to be Mayank Agarwal probably because he has been in the scheme of things and he has been treated. So who is going to be the captain? Uh, I would go with Sikhar Dhawan and I think in Star Sports as well in the day one of the auction. So uh-huh. in the lunch break or tea break, I'm not sure. I think they asked Kumble. Sorry, it was, it was after the day one of the auction got over. So they asked him who is going to be your captaincy, choice of captain. So he is like, we are looking for a senior statesman who has played lot of cricket and who has played lot of high pressure ipl cricket so i think going by kumble's words it certainly looks like is going to be the one so they went out they went really aggressively for him delhi also were hot on the heels and unfortunately they had to let go of him and then the one came to punjab for 8.25 years so i think they know his value at the top extremely attacking batsman flamboyant and i think extremely shrewd captain i think from what i have seen from his performances in the ipl when he has captain uh, for few games i think for delhi on a stop gap basis and uh, on a domestic level i think it's going to be a surprise package i don't think a team like punjab which has hardly done anything much as a as a franchise in this in the ipl i think they could do it somebody like a uh, a dhawan who has hardly anything anything uh, let's say left to prove 
if you look at his overall career point of view at 33 34 he is not a short shot in any format for india now and he'll come out fresh so that's the main thing with mayank agarwal you have a slight baggage i think where you are expecting too much i think you should allow him to just be the uh, opening batsman and a gun fielder he is so he can add a lot of value so personally the one as amazing price right. but sir but uh, i will make life little bit more easier for you this time when it comes to kkr because they have done the job of uh, 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 announcing who will be leading their team this year so uh, how do you think shreyas iyer is going to fare uh, with the kkr team and quite uh, quite a good bunch of tamil people in the kkr yeah. team of Uh, we don't want to be biased towards our own geography, but uh, yes, uh, yeah, Venkatesh Iyer, Sreyas Iyer, Varun Chakravarti, Dinesh Karthik was there, and um, Sreyas Iyer is the captain now. Uh, you know, um, so uh, quite a bit of uh, flavor in there. I mean, um, plus also, how how do you think uh, KKR is going to fare this time around? Uh, how more importantly. how is their bowling according to you is it is it is it like sorted they have got comments back and uh, do you do you think it's a it's it's a balanced bowling attack because i don't think batting was any time kkr's uh, point of worry sometimes the bowling was so how do you feel they are going to do yeah. it this time so i think overall i would say good good outing at the auction not great not bad either but uh, good and i think as you like to say extremely disheartening to see csk not even bid for a single uh, tamil nadu player not because they are from the same state because they won the said mustakari trophy and vijay hazare trophy their players are done very well so you need to look yeah. at talent as well not just sentiment and after pushing uh, out money to get the services of these people so sentiment should be kept aside there are so many players who could have been a part of the chennai squad but anyways so at least good to see them here in kkr yeah no, but i think chennai super kings was the only team in the whole uh, auction table who had uh, the people from their region i think it was only tamil people over there in the Correct. chennai super table still they did not end up picking up i mean uh fair to them it's it's, it's not a tamil nadu competition it's, it's franchise cricket it's uh, you know it's, it's something else altogether so they have their own uh, uh, teams and combinations and permutations and combinations man but anyways uh, kkr uh, the new leadership again how do you think yeah. no i think it's going to be i see them overall when i look at the squad i think they will push push close for a top 4 finish and uh, i think the key factors for them will be how they make use of trainers and where they see wicketesh and i think they played him as a opener if i'm not wrong last season will they continue with that or will they want to throw in the surprise package of sunil sunil narain who i was actually shocked i would say on a personal level that they retained him because he is going to play competitive cricket only for i think two more years he is already 37 i think and 
certainly not as potent a bowler as he was earlier with all the modification to his action so the surprise mystery element is gone in sunil narain in my opinion it's there in varun chakravarty to a decent extent so i think they have two options there and of course pat cummins is going to play the leadership role although is not the captain captain i think the way he is respected around the globe so i think says air could learn a lot uh, and the team of ayer with uh, cummins is going to be nice to see because turbulence in the captain and management is something which has plagued uh, kkr with dk moving out of the captaincy and handing it over to morgan morgan having a tough time of it morgan being unsold in his auction <laughs> which i never thought would happen because as a batsman itself he could offer lots and just being around the camp would do a world of good for the indian uh, blokes but no francis saw mentorship value in buying morgan at his base price of 2 crores so anyways so you can overall good team and lot of good all rounders i think venkatesh ayer you have samika karunaratne again glad to see apart from hasaranga you have samira playing for lucknow you have karunaratne i think only person from sri lanka who who didn't make it in any franchise in this ipl but who would i think come in as a trade off if somebody gets injured could be patun nisanka uh, amazing batsman so he's talking the australians although sri lanka pushing for a win there the batsman australians he is really doing well i think he will play a part in the ipl sometime down the line for as i said a injury replacement or something so but absolutely I, for i think uh, fair point raghav actually you know uh, the, the leadership uh, look up of the kkr team itself has evolved and changed and i think uh, let's hope you know for them and for the competition uh, we hope it's for the better now yeah. we move on to you know probably the two most uh, important teams in the tournament you know since ever of course uh, uh, we know who we're talking about it's the mumbai indians and the chennai super kings uh, i think um, uh, the auction i think just i think uh, for each of the two teams uh, i certainly believe that it just went according to their plan the auction mm-hmm. as far as two, those two teams are concerned i believe what they wanted before they came and sat in the auction table is i think more or less what uh, they got when they just uh, left the hall so i think uh, that also speaks volumes about uh, why they have been successful in all these seasons and you know it's uh, it's brilliant to see yeah now i agree with you so say at the starting of i think this auction i was think i think mumbai they are more let's say more adventurous when it comes to auctions of course we know csk thing i was absolutely not surprised so I, i actually was counting the number of players from the 2021 team which were left to be bought in the auction so when i looked at the players coming up i said no 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 he he didn't play for chennai last time he didn't play so when when raidu came i clearly remember so we are watching it 
at home with my brother and me. Like who is going to buy Raider? I think CSK will bid for him and will be the only team to bid for him. And I was proved right on both counts. I did no one else bid for Raider. It was only bid was from CSK. And I also went out to say that Robin Utapa would be bought back and Lobeyold is there in CSK again. So it's a you know, simple point as you said. They want. And Kasi Vishwanath summed it up pretty well. Is that we have a extremely good bonding, and each person knows the role well in the side. So it's like certain players may not be, uh, let's say, on the on yeah the radar of other teams. But it's like in CSK they they know the role well. So I think we are looking at Robin Utapa playing a. Pivotal role at number four now, so which is something which even he also wouldn't have uh, imagined a couple of years back. But he's been kept with CSK in the last three four years, and I think last three years, sorry, and it's good to see. And I think they perfectly you summed it up well. They know how to build a team, so it's not just about filling up few gaps here and there, and and. And getting back certain players who are very close to them, so I think that on that both the friends, both the teams have done a very good job. So CSK, as I said, they got what they wanted. I think the the split that has happened uh, slightly. I think uh, Mumbai is one team which has left uh, you know slightly handicapped, maybe with uh, with the Pandya brothers gone and. Uh, a uh, trend bolt also gone but uh, nothing much to worry we have a solid uh, batting lineup with sharma yadav rohit sharma surya kumar yadav and rishan kishan and yes. uh, ab will be very interesting to see how baby ab performs this year and mm-hmm. of course uh, you have the bowling of uh, uh, jasprit bumrah i think this season will be a little bit interesting because yes. uh, it remains to be seen who will be partnering him There is Unad Cut, which is an interesting buy, and uh, Basil. And Ashwin, I think the kind of fate they showed in uh, Basil Thumpy. So I kind of sense that he might open the bowling with the uh, Umrah, I guess, with with no Archer. I think it's a toss-up between Taiman Mills or the raw pace of Riley Madrid, who can be. a match winner or someone who can go for 15 for overs as well same case with unadkar unadkar is a really proven so i think for people who troll him on social media and all that he is a match winner beyond doubt for rajasthan in the ranji trophy so fact that he keeps getting these bids is a testament to the fact that he has skill so the fact had is a left hand option so i think he will get a run in but how many games i'm not sure and they are talking a lot about sanjay yadav and tilak tilak varma so if mumbai indians speak highly about certain players i think we have to we have to watch out for them because when a young jasprit bumrah came in or when a young krunal pandya and and hardik pandya came in they were talked about as a next big thing and four five years down the line they are they are uh, integral part of india's 
India's fortunes now. So Tilak Verma, Sanjay Yadav, to a large extent, Aryan Aryan Jewel as well. So I think the way uh, uh, Mumbai picked him up for 20 lakh. So it's like a testament to the fact that there is a lot of scouting which goes. Mumbai Indians do it on a yearly basis. They are the only team, not even CSK actually. So Mumbai Indians are the only team in the IPL who have scouts who are visible like national selectors were in the days before IPL, who go and watch every Ranji Trophy game, who are given a assignment to track three four players. It's almost they like they're going to look out for we want an explosive batsman who can bat at number five. So they're given a fixed requirement and these scouts go and they sit in every Ranji game. They have their own sources. So Mumbai Indians is something really every franchise, like even CSK in Mumbai, every franchise should look at how they pick up players. So if you look at Mohammad Ashad Khan, he, he yeah. is something who has been talked about a lot as him again. And they brought back Markande who had played for them earlier. Murugan Ashwin is a nice smart buy, 1.6 crores, so not very costly. Yeah. Arjun Tendulkar, of course, for obvious reasons, he is in the team. So it's a no, no brainer that he won't play too much. And we forgot to mention the you spoke about Pandya brothers being being missed. I don't think they'll be missed too much if Tim Tim David gets going. So they went all out for him. 8.25. He has played for RCB last year only in a single game. And I'm not sure how our listeners rate the Pakistan Super League. But if you follow the tournament, Tim David is is actually killing oppositions, not, not winning games. He is a continuous performer in leagues all over the world, even in the BPL, yeah. even in the Caribbean League, even in the Pakistan Super League. I think uh, Tim David, uh, I think it's just a matter of time that uh, he gets absorbed into the Australian scheme of things. I think uh, uh, yeah. he's still a Singapore national. I'm not really sure if he has changed to an Australian national. No, no, he's a, yeah, you're right. So he's a Singapore national, but he's a he's a Australian passport holder as well. So he could uh, he could be your next uh, Dirk uh, Dirk Nanestep who played for both Holland and uh, Australia. So mm-hmm. it, it could happen soon. So, but so I think if David will be a brilliant batsman for Australia at number six. So I think. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's, and uh, I believe when it comes to smart buys, I think CSK this time has been like really lucky with quite a few. I believe Devon Conway at one CR was a steal. Yeah. Uh, he, he is very, yeah. very underrated. Yeah. I, no, I think so. What CSK would have wanted, and what uh, pain point which you had mentioned earlier in this episode that I they retained fast. I think. Uh, yeah, yeah, so is Anish Tekshana at 70 lakhs, Adam Milne at uh, less than 2 CR. Uh, yeah. I think they've got some really... Dwayne Pretorius at 50. And I think Dwayne Pretorius is a really good striker of the ball. And he mm-hmm. bowls really fast. Yeah. And Pretorius, he has Bravo-type skills. He brings in the Dwayne Bravo like yes. for 
So in case Dwayne Bravo has an off season, which could happen because he's not playing to he's not playing for West Indies anymore. So that could be the uh, rustiness. So that's the backup for him. And I'm really sure that come next auction, Devon Conway and Dwayne Pretorius will go for something above, let's say, five CR. You know, because that's what's happening. Nobody would have imagined that you know somebody like Josh Hazelwood will be the number one T20 bowler, and uh, he'll be bought for something like seven CR. You know, in T20 cricket, we all know he's a Test cricketing great, but T20 was different. Moin Ali, Moin Ali was not even. a uh, 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 sure shot starter in the english cricket team but right now he has been the captain when noyan morgan missed a couple of games and uh, that's how important he has become so, yeah. uh, once you come into csk your one yeah, player right. and when you go out of it your steps extremely high they go sky high so, so this, this is a trend which should be yeah sorry to interrupt but it's uh, three players from csk squad i want to get your take as a csk fan and as you said earlier when they come into csk there are they are one type of, of player and what can they become is what i want to know from you from if you have followed that is rajwardhan hangra hangrekar that's uh-huh. one player shivam uh-huh. dube is the second uh-huh. and and christopher jordan from england so these three players i'm i want to know because there are couple of players like the uh, mahesh teek teek sana and you have hari hari nishan and uh, and and chandishin 20 lakhs each it's more of a token purchase i don't think they'll they'll play the, they'll make it to 11 i actually see the three names i asked you about so playing in the team so what do you see of them first and before before and they come to csk and then how do you see their their career arc now yeah unfortunately with uh, hangrekar i think um, there is this unfortunate uh, incident of uh, age fraud which has been made on to him and then uh, uh, we don't really know if he is going to be playing Uh, uh the season so i am somebody who followed the under 19 world cup he is somebody with raw pace you know he has good raw pace but as far as i saw maybe he is a much better bowler but he was bowling slightly on the shorter length and then his line and length were not really consistent so with uh, the pace the raw talent that he has i think if he can uh, work on that he will be a, a great asset moving forward and uh, his batting is really good i mean he he is a very strong striker of the cricket ball so i believe um, he is just starting out the kid is just starting out uh, he is very young and i think uh, csk would be csk or mumbai indians would be the perfect platform for him yeah, um, I, i would see chris jordan in the mold of uh, dwayne bravo you know because uh, oh. uh, Tony and CSK as a team will only look at utility buys. You know, nine out of ten times they would prefer a person who can do both rather than just one. one. And uh, of course, Chris Jordan has been the trusted uh, uh, end-over bowler for England for yeah, quite. Yeah. But I don't really know if he has been that successful because he goes for you know nine, ten in many of the games. 
ஒன்பிலியூபிள் Uh, I think Dhoni would not mind uh, uh, anybody giving 10 runs in the 18th and the 19th over. I mean, 18th and the 20th over if he bowls. And he gives, I think, uh, 9 or 10 runs. That's okay. That's, that's, you know, considered a decent job. You wouldn't want him to go for, you know, 15 or 20 or something in that range. So that is essentially what we want to see. Of course, it's because... Uh, uh we don't have sam karan sam karan at that place would have been much much better so we do mm. not have sam karan um coming to shivam dubey i think shivam dubey is a brilliant uh, batsman i think he is a very good striker of the cricket ball i think there was one um uh, competition in uh, uh, in maharashtra i don't really remember the competition i think it was a um in an an inter uh, maharashtra t20 competition wherein patel i think i guess i think he hit something like 34 runs of the last over 30 or runs of the yeah. last over and almost won the game correct you know correct. that's what got him a ipl contract with uh, i think rajasthan royals in the first place so mm. that hitting yes yes and uh, he has also played quite a few matches for india although he hasn't uh, done anything of uh, uh, stature so the guy has value and your question is very much uh, pertinent because right throughout history we have seen players like so when suresh raina got into the team uh, mm-hmm. yeah 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 and uh, you have seen many people like uh, you know manpreet goni uh, you have mohit sharma you have you know you have multiple players i'm just not getting it due to my very bad memory i'm not getting names but you have a lot of players who have got into the indian team after uh, playing for csk so that is something which uh, <coughs> helps them simply simply because of the fact that they keep backing the player and the downside yeah. to that is if you are benched you are just benched it is really for you to get an opportunity i think uh, if you are just benched you might get a game in the last two three matches you know of the season and either you do a rituraj gekwad of ipl 2020 and then hit a 15 right. every match you get and then you are a constant in ipl 2021 and he ended up with the orange cap which is miraculous you know mm. or uh, you know you're just not there so that's the thing with csk if you are there you're going to be backed no matter what but unfortunately if you are uh, uh, in in the reserves you will be so i think that's why you see all these purchases you know 20 lakhs and hari nishan senapati jagdishan all these purchases at 20 20 lakhs are just probably just for uh, you know it's almost like i i saw the joke on twitter that csk is the only team who buys their uh, net bowlers and net batsmen that's something which you know <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> seems uh, very hilarious to me and at the same time um uh, they don't believe in the whole concept of 
uh, a backup purchase because i think they could have easily bought somebody like a uh, rassi van der dusen as a backup for devon conway correct you know yeah. th- that is completely outside of the team philosophy because when they had uh, um uh, matthew hayden was just hayden then it was just hasi then you know they just had duplessy and you know uh, now they just have conway how can you forget shane watson Yes, yes, yes. Of course, failures and eight in the final. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, and leading me. So, yeah. yeah. So I mean, uh, I, 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 some people thought that uh, they will also go for David Warner in the, uh, uh, ah. the you know, because of the Aussie tradition, Aussie opener tradition, and also <laughs> now he has matured. He is now cross thirty-five, so he can legally. <laughs> Qualifies as a CSK, correct. So, I think, uh, uh, but of course, slightly heartbreaking was Duplessy. I mean, yeah. uh, it's slightly difficult being a Chennai fan. You know, no. it's, it's almost like, uh, you know, we have a few players who we consider ourselves. You know, Hayden, Hussey, Duplessy, Bravo. You know, these are guys who have made Chennai their home and to see them not donning the yellow is something which is a little bit difficult but yes As, uh, if you look at uh, one possible reason could be i think if i if my memory serves me correct i think they went all out for fav till 5.5 yeah i mean i had a number of 6 or maybe 5 and then they are like okay let's give a a try and 50 lakh more and then rcb are going all out because they desperately need a solid uh, they needed somebody who as you said perfectly earlier as well who who virat kohli could uh, admire and respect because abd is uh, as hung up his boots so they they needed someone like abd and faf is your exact like for like captain of south africa top order batsman fantastic batsman as in can may not be a 360 like abd but you don't find too many abds anyway so i think that's why it went out of csk's hand that they are not willing to spend that 1 crore extra but but on that thing this to round off this wall who would be a four overs i that was which i was going to ask you you have to tell me who you find as your top four teams rakov sorry to put you the question back to you but you need to tell me who you find as the top four teams so i think going by uh, tradition i think i would say i'm so just uh, four names or are you giving it to by me by hierarchy 4 3 uh, i'll give it to you on a hierarchy and my I, this criteria of picking the four teams are based on what they have bought on the auction table and i am not going to uh, let's say exactly not do, look at that track record in the ipl so okay. not ex- not their past track record so just on who they have retained and now who they have purchased in this auction fourth place i would rate as uh, punjab actually so not very high fourth is a pretty 
good rating in my opinion third would be csk so i think from my reservations on day 1 all chains on day 2 i'll give you four names why it changed one is devon conway second uh-huh. is twin pretorius as you perfectly put gun gun batsman people don't know much about him actually people haven't followed much of south african domestic cricket don't know what pretorius can be he is your albi albi mokel re incarnation of albi mokel for your csk fans so and the fact that they have of course conditions applied they have hangrekar suppose all the charges and everything goes away and he can play amazing player i have seen him as well and the fact that you have given leadership role to somebody like deepak deepak chahar with the mm-hmm. kind of movement 14 bro so i think keeping that in mind csk third and second would be lucknow for me for the overall balance they bring in fact that kl rahul can be kl rahul as in can be the explosive batsman and who doesn't have to worry about keeping because you have probably the best keeper in the world if you don't consider msd because he he doesn't play for india anymore is easily quinton take out without a doubt so extremely good uh batsman at the top and he keeps well against spin as well so which is very important in this in this edition of the ipl because as i said earlier it's going to be only pune mumbai uh and navi and i guess navi navi mumbai only three four venues so it's going to turn it's going to turn square after a point so i think for that reason and overall balance as we spoke earlier we have kunal pandya deepak hooda rashid so we have so many players like rashid khan and then like a lot of yeah so in that regard second and i think for me personally the team which has done the best it was a toss up between delhi and kkr and i think for me delhi is the best in on on paper because uh-huh. just uh, i'm simple reason it's not the fact because i am australian cricket fan i am a huge admirer of how ponting have been supporting delhi last 3 4 years so it could be a very as biased as that but it's not i would say take those factors aside they could come in the, uh, how i rated them but two simple reasons how a ipl team does well one is csk mi mi model model where you pick unknown unknown commodities and the and they become something else like you said manpreet goni raina for a csk or pandya brothers mumbra for for mumbai they were unknown when they came in or and how they become and second is ipl is about indian players and it's not only about flamboyant foreign foreign purchases and if you look at delhi squad triple patel lalit yadav there are lot of fantastic indian kuldeep yadav who would have thought he would have been no one showed interest for him he just came in with one bit if he has a great season and if you have a look at somebody like david warner he has nothing to lose everything to no one has much 
expectation from him because at SRS he has won you the title as a captain and you asked him to carry drinks in last season. So he is Australians don't forget these things too fast. Anyways, they don't forget things actually. Warner is going to unleash as we call beast mode and let's hope SRS stay away from uh, his rat. <laughs> But the fact the fact that Indian Conditioned is really good for. But I Delhi. think uh, you know. Uh, I think there has been a little bit of bias from the bias. Not not bias, I would say, but um, I would call it uh, uh, let's say recency bias towards hmm. the fantasy leagues. Because I'm seeing somebody like uh, Mitchell Marsh go for six point five. He hmm. wouldn't be the first player in your mind when you talk about yeah. scoring. Let's say a 25 ball 50. No, uh, probably a Nicholas Curran or Liam Livingston will be able to do that. But uh, yeah. Mitchell Marsh is a big game player. He has won his team a T20 trophy. You know, West Indies yeah. were not all good in the uh, World Cup uh, tournament. Yeah, so right. <laughs> I think uh, the I think this 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 whole uh, purchase philosophy uh, with respect to buyers. I mean, mm. with respect to the players, is slightly confusing as far as I'm concerned because I feel that players are sometimes picked simply for their uh, hitting ability. I think uh, I would say that CSK and MI again are two teams which do not really believe in that whole thing. They look at the, the roundedness of the player and uh, the effectiveness. Uh, so I think uh, I was slightly surprised because you know players like and uh-huh. uh, the Hasaranga types. You know, you're you're looking at a bowler who 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 is you know slightly mystery, and then he performed well against India. His leg breaks and googlies are difficult to pick. Yes, but you know, you you would also want um, uh, you know the, the the players who who have class. And I think um, one good example of that would be the rate which uh, Josh Hazelwood got. I think uh, that is that is one. clear demarcation from this particular trend which i was talking about now so, yes to see to decode this auction strategy i mean i am not sure i am not like like you said it's slightly baffling but what in my opinion three factors i think it's a combination of as is put it very well uh, recency bias so what they have done in the last 6 to 9 months and mm-hmm. second is what they bring to the table so if you look at michel mas also even if he had not won australia the world cup he still would have got a bit upwards of 3 or 4 crores irrespective mm-hmm. although mm-hmm. if you look at his record in the ipl he, ha- he has not lasted a single season till date he has broken mm-hmm. down halfway always injury and that's mm-hmm. why i rate delhi that high because when we analyzed delhi earlier on the show i said that every player in the delhi team has a like for like backup rock yes rohan power is your second match backup yeah rohan power is your backup for missile mars and mm. kuldeep yadav is a backup for akshar patel or is a complement with that and then Ripal Patel, Lalit Yadav, all that is a backup for your top top order Indian 
batting talent and then like a person somebody like a fizz if sakaria and kalil ahmed both don't impress then they can look at tinkering the foreign mix and big in the fizz so that is why i rate delhi number 1 in the auction because i don't oh. see that i don't see it hampering csk in mumbai i think it can interchange csk mumbai third is that but fact is delhi have been a team we look at the last three seasons they came seventh in 2019 they came third in 2020 and second 732 so it's like only thing left is one now so i think they have the potential to make it one of course we cannot rule out the old was all war or assist chennai mumbai but lucknow mumbai chennai i i for one really hope that uh, this year i mean of course even if i try to be you know open as such you know uh, <laughs> naturally <laughs> the csk thing comes up but i for one will actually be happy if either of the two teams win uh, between uh, delhi or bangalore because you know uh, i want them to win uh simply because they haven't done it they have they have the team they have their fans come on i mean like um uh, you can't even talk about uh, the fanhood of rcb with danish set especially he gives yes. us lot for entertainment even after match so i think for these two teams i i really hope that you know with the new combination you know maybe faf can win this tournament for rcb or probably pumps you know that will be a completely new push for his future uh, as an international uh, captain maybe under ponting's tutorship not only delhi no. india may get a new captain for their test team so you never know i think uh, this two teams winning will be so heartening for me no i think uh, as a final round up on uh-huh. sign off note i think from my end i would say see if you look at yes i agree with you like bangalore haven't won a tournament they have a great fan base but it all comes down to your the indian core it's not only mm-hmm. about the outside like as is poverty said danish said uh, uh, mr nags and what joy he brings like say personally to you and me as well so when you look at his videos so after a tough day at work when you look at mr nags that uh, press press somebody which it is so that parody press amazing stuff so brand wise top marks for them but they are not they are not doing themselves any good to be frank i'll be very frank here so if you don't have a strong when i can go back to what crickbus analysis happened when they did the analysis hasha bogle was counting the indian players is that there are Hashal Patel, Virat Kohli, Mohammad Siraj, and who else did he say? I don't remember. I think. Yeah, I think only three. <laughs> I am not getting the fourth name here. So that's how bad, or bad. Oh. I won't say bad. I won't be as harsh as that. That's how bad the Indian talent is. And let's be pretty oh. honest. The quality, overall quality, has slightly diluted with two new teams coming in. so indian talent also but even in that front chennai mumbai punjab to a large extent i have a thing with i want lucknow for if you ask me 
with even my bias towards delhi with ponting as a coach and i have so many players who i really enjoy watching being part of the delhi team wander being one of them pant and yeah. his crazy style of performing either he gets you 50 of 20 or he gets out in the most bizarre way which could put glen maxwell's uh, style of play at at a higher level so that kind of madness but he could win you games he could win you a trophy as well so that way if you, if i take out delhi like you if you take out csk i think two teams i would want to see win this year could be either lucknow or punjab if you ask me because punjab team as we spoke in detail earlier super team extremely well done at the auction both the teams i think punjab i don't rate their uh, middle order it's not looking that great so that's why they are number 4 for me in the ranking lucknow have that sorted with deepak hooda kunal pandya so their batting looks good so i think that's what and of course you have kl rahul quinton decock to start it off and you have manish pandya at 3 kunal pandya deepak hooda so it's sorted so of course it all depends how they click on the when the tournament starts but we are analyzing only based on the auction based now so that's that's being said gambhir has won the ipl twice so let's not rule out the fact that he is not the coach but gary kerson has helped india lift the uh yeah gary kerson is the coach right of of lucknow or is he gujarat no sorry gujarat is ashish nehra so Yeah, Andy Andy Flair. Flair. Yeah, Andy Flair and Ashish Nehra is the bowling coach. So I think uh, Lucknow with the kind of kind of pedigree they have in the management. Gary Kerson has won World Cup. So under MS Dhoni, India won their last 50 over World Cup. So plus you have a very astute and very smart strategician in in. Gautam Gambhir I personally don't like his personality but I don't think you need to be like Shane Warne said in his recent attack you don't need to like Justin Langer as a personality after all he won the ashes and Australia won world T20 when many locals didn't expect them to win forget fans like me when I didn't expect them to win as the tournament progress I think I told you as well when when you are following the tournament i think australia i think you are the one who told me right i think for what's happened to them off field with all the sandpaper gate all the things going against them i think it would do their uh, absolutely made a good if they win the tournament and of course they won win uh, style so i think yes. you don't need to like a person i don't like gambit <laughs> but i see what value brings to the table and i think because of that i see lucknow a strong favorite in the top 4 everybody in the history of the ipl has got a contract worth crores just for three consecutive sixes in his life that's matthew wade you can never forget that i think uh, the whole of india is thankful to matthew wade and we have given him an ipl contract as we all wished and promised so that part is taken care of yeah sir i was 
I was actually not surprised when he didn't get sold in the first round. So I was like, it's a one-off. And he's going to be the keeper for Australia in the World T20. But when I saw likes of Aaron Zampa, Aaron Finch, Steve Smith, Kane, Kane Richardson, all go unsold. I was like, what's Matthew going to do? But then I realized that there is a spicy twist to this. So apparently they, citing their personal safety, Adam Zampa, Kane, Kane, uh, Kane Richardson, they opted out of the uh, IPL 2021. They are part of RCB. Apparently, RCB management didn't take it well. And that passed on, got passed on to all the franchises. So that's why they, they didn't get a bid. And there was one source within the IPL who said that generally when you look at foreigners, we look at two top order batsmen or two extre- uh, extremely talented batsmen and two fast, fast bowlers. But I certainly would urge everybody who is going to tune in, just look at what Adam Zampa has done. He is no Shane one, but he is certainly among the best going out in the world nowadays. Extremely effective, four overs, 20 for nil type of bowler. And because of the pressure he puts, he makes the job of Mitchell Stark, Josh, Josh Hazelwood, Patrick Cummins uh, that much easier. He's not going to get five wickets, three wickets every game. But yeah, when you look at such players, Finns, Finns could be a steel deal for any team at a top order. You don't have to play him for 14 games. But the fact that such players go unsold, Matthew Wade was a shock in the end. But then, yes, as you said, Sainsa, Freddy, and the semi-final equals to Matthew Wade getting a bit at the auction. So, good for him. And Gujarat actually, on hindsight, Gujarat needed a keeper. So, they got Matthew Wade and Sahar now. So they have two keepers now, not one. So this is good. Like as you said, all the recent events, everything plays a factor somewhere or yeah. other. These Zampa opting out didn't go well with the management and completely I agree with his decision. It's a very risky and very scary time. Last year, May, June, when they, they opted out. It's not, not like they didn't they dishonor their contract or something it's like oh. so i think uh, uh, that's that's something which is uh, sometimes there are a lot of things which are uh, yeah. uh, not necessarily inside those 22 yards so yes i think uh, to round it off to close it uh, i'd like to say that you know it's, it's an interesting discussion which we had very interesting teams probably the quality on paper might seem diluted but uh, it will all be on show uh, come the IPL and then we'll get to know if uh, the Bonanza has really decreased in quality. But who knows, it might be even more enthralling. Raghav, it's been brilliant to uh, be back on the show. I think uh, due to time constraints, we'll have to wrap it up uh, right now itself. So it's been, yeah, so it's been great. We'll, you know, soon probably with the other... uh, uh, progressions in the world of cricket that's been happening, which we have chatted offline. I think we'll have yeah. another episode soon. Absolutely, yeah, it's been great. I think I I actually really hope what you said comes through because I 
I am of the opinion that 10 teams makes the quality slightly lower because as I I go back to my point, IPL is about Indian talent. So Indian talent is not showering that much in the 10 teams. It's not split equally across teams. Only some teams have it stronger, like Delhi, CSK, Mumbai type. Indian talent is far ahead compared to a Hyderabad or a or a Gujarat or a RCB for me. So Hopefully, I'm proven wrong, and the uh, playing eleven looks great in all the ten teams. It's all about the twelve to eighteen, the backups for all this. So that's where I rated top four, and I, that's where I think the other teams will struggle. And I'm I'll be happy to be proven wrong, and who 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 wouldn't want to be proven wrong? I think because we want a close IPL. I don't want to see. Three teams losing seven matches in a trot, and they're just making numbers. No, I want every team, including you, say that CSK should fight for a top two spot. Means or a top four spot. I don't think you want to walk in. Means it'll be great two months of thing or uh, bonanza or a festival as they call it. If it's a closely fought tournament, so I think on that note and great, great doing this. I just said we should connect on other things in the world of cricket, and I think hopefully we uh, we can do that soon. But I think with IPL auctions being the talk of the town, and IPL being the talk of the town, I guess generally this was a really enriching <laughs> episode, and I think great to talk about certain players, certain pain points from a personal point of view for you as well to see. Certain people not don the yellow anymore. So I guess on all those fronts, it will be interesting to see how the IPL fans when you have Faf Faf Duplessis taking strike when uh, Deepak Sir runs into ball. It's going to be weird when Faf is in the red red of RCB among among other teams. Like that, there are small small player battles which I'll be keenly looking forward to, and I'm sure even. We both will connect intensively, I'm sure, during the IPL as well, because it's clear that you're backing CSK. I'm backing DC to lift the trophy, but let's see. Hopefully, there yes. could be a twist in a day. Let's. On that note, yeah. Bye and thanks to all our uh, listeners as well, because as I said earlier, the. Kind of response the podcast has got, although we are, haven't been putting content on a regular basis, has been really great. And I hope this episode would be insightful, entertaining, and fun for all of you as well, as it was for both of us.